Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And away we go, and it's good news indeed. Welcome in, everybody. You see three smiling faces, I think, right off the top. Welcome into War Chant TV. The news is good. We wanted some hope. We wanted to latch on to something, and today we get that opportunity with an announcement. We'll touch on it momentarily. You see managing editor Iris Chaffel up there in the corner, lead writer Corey Clark in the other corner, and me right here down below. And we're all in a good mood because Florida State has announced Link Jarrett as the next head baseball coach. Before we get rolling with our commentary on that, don't forget to like and subscribe to Warchant TV. Pass around the love. Let's celebrate together. Seminoles also, by the way, plenty of accompanying stories on Warchant.com, so you're going to want to go over to the website as well. Today is the banner day for Florida State baseball. It's been a while since uh, I think the fan base felt this infusion of enthusiasm, excitement, and real hope for the future. Uh, Link Jarrett is coming home. I'm old enough, I'll just say this, to remember watching him as I did homework over at Dickhauser Stadium in 93, 94. Uh, those teams were spectacular, and I can remember it like it was yesterday, but time flies, and now Link Jarrett comes home. Ira, I'll begin with you. You know, this seemed like a no-brainer. I think we should start with the fact that um, Link Jarrett was the guy that I would guess the vast majority of the fan base was hoping would be the name revealed today. And the fact that they get him and they get him relatively quickly. It wasn't all that long ago. Notre Dame was just beaten in the college world series. What does it say about Florida state's commitment to baseball? Mike Alford as AD and where Florida state's moving uh, in the future here with this kind of commitment to baseball. Cause I know you're going to talk about the terms of the deal as well. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a huge step. And, and, and the stars were kind of aligned perfectly for Florida State in this situation. Uh, Link Jarrett just comes off a three-year run at Notre Dame where they have had tremendous success, go to the College World Series for the third time in school history. Um, so obviously his star is, is it at Zenith. I mean, he he's a hot commodity in college baseball, but he also happens to be a former Florida State Seminole and a Tallahassee native. And he and his wife are both from Tallahassee. And they he played high school baseball here, played four, four years of shortstop at Florida State, uh, was an assistant coach briefly uh, early in his career. And so those kind of things lined up. And then the fact that, you know, it wasn't like there was a ton of other, you know, I think Clemson was definitely interested in him. I, I We don't we can't report an official offer, but I definitely think that they talked to him and they were expressing interest. Um, and, you know, so there was some competition, but it wasn't like one of those years where there was just a ton of competition. Florida State really, um, you know, kind of everything kind of lined up well, well for them. So I think to your point, a lot of FSU fans over the last two weeks since Mike Martin Jr. was fired have been hoping that this would happen and maybe everything lined up perfectly. But because so many things have kind of gone wrong for Florida State in different sports over the last couple of years or certainly recently, 
I think a lot of people were waiting for how is this not going to happen? And they made it happen. Michael Alford, uh, the athletic director, Peter Collins of the Board of Trustees, President McCullough, they did make a big commitment. I, I understand it's a seven-year contract with Link Jarrett. So there is a huge commitment. And I think they had to make that kind of commitment to land a Link Jarrett as the next head baseball coach. We want to thank Kyle. We want to thank Shane. We thank all of you for watching. But Kyle and Shane adding to the coffers, celebrating this day with all of us and making it possible to to do the things that we do here at Warchant.com. And Warchant. I'll be honest, Jeff, and I love Kyle. Kyle's a great guy. Kyle gave us two bucks. Shane gave us 300. I feel like Shane deserved his own sentence. So I would agree with you, just trying to be courteous. Okay. Uh, Kyle, you're the man, though, and it was great we, news. For let, hey, let me say this, Corey. Corey we, just, we give what we can. Yeah, okay. exactly. And, $2 for one person might be with $300 to another person, Corey, so relax. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Just, Shane, just know that we see you, buddy. And, Kyle, thank you. And I know for a fact that Kyle's broke. <laughs> so that's that's what yeah. he does that's awesome I, that's great that i made that. that up i don't know that's true or not it just it seems self-evident now let's go from here and the, just sarcasm guys go easy on us we appreciate all of you uh let me do this really quickly for people who don't know uh and Corey, i want you to comment on link here in a second i mean we both love and have covered florida state baseball a long time link jarrett's career two-time national coach of the year you can find all this in the release you can find all this on warchant.com three-time conference coach of the year uh, obviously took his team this year to the 2022 College World Series, back-to-back -back Super Regionals for the first time in Notre Dame history. Notre Dame had not accomplished a lot in its baseball history. Uh, they did win 41 games this past year, 41-17. and 17. That's the most they've won since dating back all the way to 2006. Uh, you know, look, you go back, Jarrett was the head coach at UNC Greensboro for seven years, won the Southern Conference there, coach of the year numerous times. Um, he was an assistant coach at Auburn, an assistant coach at East Carolina. He's paid his dues. Um, he's been the top assistant. Uh, he's done a lot of things, including as a player here at Florida State, as we were alluding to. Uh, I know that 94 season, if I'm, if memory serves, was a second team All-American. Uh, he was a, a really good player here. Uh, and now he comes home. I, I think more than anything else, um, this seemed like uh, a deal that Florida State should get done. And Ira, you touched on this. Corey, I want your thoughts on this. This is the first time in a long time, though, when something looked obvious, something seemed necessary, something seemed like it should be that Florida State has made it happen. And they came through uh, in flying colors because not only did they get the guy, they got the guy quickly. They got him locked up for seven years. It's the guy that everybody wants. Today's a banner day for Florida State. They got to be pumped. Yeah, man. And I, I, it couldn't have worked out. It could have worked out better, man. Like, you know, Link, Link, when Link was up for the job three years ago, he was, he was the UNC Greensboro coach. And is that a better hire than a longtime assistant at Florida State? It's hard to know. I'm sure if he went back in time, I mean, it's easy to know now, hindsight, but at the time, who has more success, a, a coach from a smaller program coming up or an assistant from a program that's been real, been pretty darn good getting the head job? And so he didn't, he wasn't, maybe in their eyes, he wasn't ready three years ago, but boy, did he go out and prove it. And you can't, for Florida State fans to get a guy that went into that place in Tennessee and did what they did, that, that weekend should excite Florida State fans more than, when was the last time a Florida State team played like that on the road in an environment. I don't know if there's ever been an environment in college baseball like that. But his team went in there and played with poise, as I like to say. Poise has been a, a term that's been used around Florida State baseball for, oh, decades now. So that was really good to see. what Just what he did at Notre Dame in particular, because, again, when he took over the year before, Notre Dame, I think, had gone like 23 and 27, 
had one of the worst records in the ACC. The very next year, before before COVID hit, they were 11 and two. The year after that, they had four more ACC wins than anybody else, and they hosted a regional for the first time in 17 years. So when you think about when you think about there, I know there was a there was a faction of the fan base that's like, how can a, why would why would a guy at Notre Dame come to Florida State? This might be one of the only sports where Notre Dame is a stepping stone sport, right? In college baseball, right? It's just not. Again, they went 17 years without a regional. Florida State goes two years without hosting a regional. They fired the coach. Notre Dame went 17 years without hosting a regional. It's just a different. It's just a different program. And for a Florida State alum to be the hottest name in coaching, a guy that loves Tallahassee and loves the school, and is also really good at coaching baseball, apparently, that couldn't have worked out any better for Florida State. So if it wouldn't have worked out here with this guy, if he'd have stayed at Notre Flippin' Dame to coach baseball, then Florida State fans would have been like, okay, what else is going to happen to us? But it did but happen. Good news happened. It speaks to also the cachet of Florida State baseball yeah, because absolutely. there were other jobs available. Uh, Link Jarrett's name has been linked. Ira pointed out Clemson's name was the first to pop up. Uh, sources told me uh, a couple weeks back that if Florida State was going to make a move, they were going to need to get on it immediately because there were people coming after Link Jarrett, namely Clemson at that time. I had another source say that don't be surprised if there's not a wild card out there, though. I don't know who that is. My fear was that at the time it could be USC, who has more money than they know what to do with, and they are looking for a head coach. But I will say this, um, Link has no connection to the West Coast or anything like that. So I, the, the bottom line is Florida State baseball is still prestigious. And they're also not broke. They also do care. And you talk about Notre Dame being a stepping stone, that's exactly what it is in baseball. When you have a game or a series, a weekend series, with two ranked teams facing one another in the ACC, and you're hard-pressed to break 2,000 people in attendance, Florida State gets that on a Tuesday against Jacksonville with nobody cares. Yeah, I mean, 2,000 total for the series. For the series, about, right. Yeah. You had 800 people, yeah, 1,100 yeah. people. It's embarrassing. So for Florida State, you got a guy who wanted to be here. He's taken over a program that is extremely well thought of. It's a guy who grew up here going to games. It was his dream to come back here. You had to hit this home run. And so they do. And so they do. And now it'll be very interesting to see who he brings along with him. Uh, we do know that uh, Link Jarrett's a guy that has connections all over the college baseball world as well as professional baseball. So this is exciting now. You're going to see how he puts together his staff uh, because this is going to be about recruiting from this point forward. He's got to hit the ground running. Yeah, and I think, you know, you also – you look at what it says about, again, this program and the fact that Link Jarrett, what he thinks he can bring this program back to, as Corey wrote about in his column, when Link Jarrett was a player at Florida State, they went to Omaha, what, three or four years? Yeah. I mean, that's what Florida State baseball used to be. And he has to believe that with this administration, not just, you know, not just his own abilities, but he has to believe that this university and this administration are going to support him so that he can get back to that level. He's still... You know, he's not a young coach. I'd like to say he's a young coach because I think he's about our age, Jeff. He is. Uh, but, but he's he's still got a long uh, tenure of his career left. So this isn't like a retirement job. He wants to build Florida State back to what it used to be. And so he has to believe in that commitment. So I think that's a big thing as well because, like you said, he could have made it known. His agent could have made – while he did a great job of focusing – on Notre Dame baseball and blocking out the distractions, he could his agent could have made it known that he was on the open market at the end of the season because his, you know, as I said, his star wasn't going to get any higher than it is right now. But he didn't do that. I think there's a reason Clemson went and got Michigan uh, a week ago. I think there's a reason you know Pedro Griffol backed out of it. You know, Link Jarrett 
wanted this job and Florida State made it appealing to him. It's just uh, just huge news for Florida State. And I, I can't express, and I know, Jeff, you said you watched him play, and I know, Corey, you watched him play. I didn't watch him play back in the 90s. But the things we've heard about him over the last couple of weeks from friends and former teammates and people that worked with him, I mean, it's just it's unanimous. I mean, everybody loves the guy. He was a guy that played on those teams that had Doug Minkiewicz and Jeremy Morris and Jonathan Johnson and, and a lot of Florida State people, uh, myself included, uh, we, we think back on the golden years. It's pretty much encapsulated there in the 90s where those teams were so dominant and those are the ones that you – it came up short and you kind of thought should have won a national championship, but there were so many great players uh, from that era uh, throughout that decade and, and, and on into the 2000s. But that really was a special time. Now, maybe I'm just being nostalgic and you're right. I'd love to say he's a young man because he was in school while I was in school. But the point is, uh, I watched him play and he was a great player uh, and, and he cares deeply about Florida State. And I think for fans, when you get the, the combination of both proven success as a coach away from Tallahassee, right? He's done it two different places as a head coach now. He's proven he can win no matter where he is. But you get that combination of proven success as a coach to go along with the shared passion for Florida State that fans feel. Well, again, we've, we sound like a broken record, but it's a no-brainer. Uh, this is why it's such a shot in the arm. This is why there's so much hope um, for Florida State fans today is that you got a guy who shares the same passion you'd have, probably more so, obviously, as a former player here. He knows Florida State hasn't won a national championship in baseball, and he desperately wants to do just that. Our thanks, by the way, to you, Ed. Yes, Deluna Coffee, very, very good. And your support is greatly appreciated. As uh, a lot of people are in a good mood today. It's Friday. You get the good news of a baseball hire that everybody loves. Everybody's letting it flow right now, and we appreciate that. Thank you so much. I yeah, I mean, I, I, I would assume that Florida State – now it's going to be fascinating, too. I want either one of you can in, chime in here, but kind of curious. You know, there was talk of at the end of the year as Mike Alford had to do his due diligence and find out what was going south in that locker room. Why did the team play, frankly, disinterested at times? Why did you see so many fundamental errors? And obviously he concluded a change needed to be made, but part of that vetting of the locker room and vetting of the program included a lot of very loud whispers, dare I say, that there was a borderline insurrection, that you basically had guys that were on the on the verge of leaving the program if Mike Martin Jr. was retained. A lot of guys that were very unhappy with the way the program was run. It'd be interesting to see who Link is able to retain, who Link is able to convince, hey, this is going to be better, stay here at Florida State, because they still have, I think we all believe they have a roster that should have been a lot better. There are some good players over there. How, how could they not? Like, I don't, what would they have wanted to see out of their new head coach other than what he did this year? Like, they played against that team. Remember, it happened in Hauser. They didn't win a game. Like yeah. Notre Dame came in and swept them. Um, you know, they they know this team, and then they saw what they did in Tennessee, and then they saw that they're in Omaha. So I don't know how if you're a player that cares about winning at all, um, that, that you would want to did you're like, ah, I don't know if this guy if I really believe in this guy. Like, you know, next year, if you don't get along with the guy, sure. I mean, that happens in all baseball every year, but Link Jarrett, I, I don't know what else he'd have to prove to the current players on this team. Um, again, he played in Omaha three times, he just coached in Omaha. He won the ACC his first full season in the ACC um, and then was a top, you know, they should have been a host this year. They were top 15-ish team this year. So at Notre Dame, again, I can't stress enough. I can't imagine how excited Link Jarrett is to be able to go to these baseball tournaments, these showcases, and, and not wear UNC, a UNCG logo or a Notre Dame logo 
but wear a Florida State logo. And just what that means for his foothold in recruiting. He's never gotten to do this. He's never gotten to recruit with the Florida State brand. And we all know, guys, an iconic brand. I've heard that a lot. It is an iconic brand. But, man, in baseball, it really does resonate a lot still. And in the state of Florida, he gets to recruit the state of Florida, and he gets to recruit that with that Florida State logo. On top of him now being one of the most famous probably coaches, I know it's college baseball. It's still kind of a niche, um, a niche sport across the country. But he's one of the bigger names in the sport as a head coach. And now he's got the Florida State University brand to go with it. I just – if he can't, and and there's no reason to think this, I think he will recruit at a a high level, but if he can't now, then it would never happen for him. I I just, it's a perfect, I I can't imagine how excited he is to get on the road and start recruiting in the portal and just at at these, at these showcases with these high school kids with the Florida state name attached to him. I'm excited to watch this team play smart baseball and you know, they're going to do that. And man, how many times over the last, and I, I see you laughing. I mean, it got to be where that guy in my left-hand corner up here couldn't even watch this team play. I mean, he had to be forced to go over there. I'm teasing, but you didn't – I mean, they were hard to stomach. And for a place that has a rich tradition, I get it. Florida State's never won the national championship, but they've done everything else there is to do in college baseball and then some. It is one of the preeminent programs in the history of college baseball, and all it is missing is that national championship. So to watch that group, and it wasn't just under Mike Martin Jr. At the tail end of Mike Martin Sr.'s career, this was a group that refused to pick up the baseball with any degree of consistency. They ran the bases like children. It was embarrassing. There were moments that I wasn't so sure they were locked in and cared to be there. All of these things are not things you should question about a program that has this rich history and this kind of commitment to winning. Now, you know, I have a, a great suspicion that that will change almost immediately. I don't know how many games they're going to win next year. I don't know if they'll go to the College World Series next year. Baseball is a bit of a crapshoot, and you see a lot of weird things happen. Like, I don't know, the number one seed in the nation each of the last three years has not won the national championship and a couple times didn't even get out there. But can you put yourself in a position by at least playing good baseball, pick it up, run the bases like you know what the hell you're doing? You know, that will happen next year, and I think that alone will get people excited to go back to the ballpark. In addition to the name, in addition to the change, in addition to the history, people will know, I'm going to see a good brand of baseball. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system, or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. 
That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Yeah, and you know, I think when you when you look at what he did at Notre Dame, for example, I, I believe, I think they were one of the worst defensive teams in, in the ACC before he got there. His first season, I think they might have been the best defensive team in the ACC. I mean, really turned them around quickly. They didn't strike out a lot. They did all the things we kind of wanted to see this FSU baseball team do. Timely hitting, situational awareness, uh, quality defense, smart approaches at the plate. Um, it was fun watching that, that team this last week, couple weeks uh, of the postseason, not just the Tennessee series, but even in, in the in the in the at the World Series where they didn't, you know, they w- went one and two, but I think they just kind of ran out of they they kind of hit their ceiling of what they are. But um, you know, I just really impressed by the way they play. And and one of the things that I think that you know, talking to people that know him and grew up with him and have been around him a long time is they all talk about how Link and, and Jeff, you talked about his career trajectory. He's a guy who's had to earn it every step along the way. He was a smallish shortstop when he signed with Florida state was not highly, highly recruited nationally. He was a local guy. If he wasn't from Tallahassee, maybe doesn't even end up at Florida state, uh, works his way into the lineup, becomes a four-year starter, then has to prove himself as an assistant coach goes to all these smaller schools. As you talked about, uh, on that journey, finally gets a head coaching job, uh, it, you know, and, and, you know, kind of makes his bones at UNC Greensboro, then gets a job at Notre Dame. And now here we are, but he's just, he's a self-made guy. And I think that that, um, gives you an idea of what, what some of the things he's going to bring to this team, even if he doesn't have all the talent he needs just yet. Like Corey said, recruiting is going to be a big part of this, um, but they do have some talent on this roster and those young kids that we expect are going to stay now. Um, you know, that approach I think is going to pay dividends. And I, I just looked it up. Uh, Notre Dame, they played about the same number of games, although Notre Dame, as we all know, played a couple extra weekends than Florida State did here lately. They struck out 155 times less. Than, than Florida State did and had 30 less errors. Imagine the Florida State baseball team taking away 150 strikeouts and 30 errors. They might have made it to Omaha. They might have been a regional, they might have been a regional host. Like in and the thing about Link that's cool, if you go back and look at his career at Florida State, he started as a freshman at Florida State as a shortstop and made something like 25, 26 errors. His last year as a senior, he made eight. So again, you talk about a guy that's self-made. He wasn't ready probably as a, as a freshman shortstop on a team like that. And he made a ton of errors and he kept working at it. And then he became a good enough hitter to get drafted. And I think another thing that might be a little, I don't know, I, I think it's something maybe the players can relate to or be fond of, is he did play minor league baseball for five years. He toiled in the Rockies organization. He hit 300 one year, but he never sniffed the major leagues, but he still played minor league baseball for four or five years. And I think that that developed some calluses on you, man. Yeah. I mean, it's such a tough sport, and it's so much full of failure, and he chased a dream that he didn't get to. And then now he had another dream when he started coaching, and you can you can bet his dream was probably to coach this program when he started coaching, and now here he is. So he's calloused, and as Ira said, he's been through it, man. He's, he's, he's certainly um, – he's had to experience a lot of stuff to get to this point. It was not and – and look, we all had our opinions about Mike Martin Jr. getting that job, but this was not something that was handed to Link at all. He went and earned it for the last 20 years. So we should note that the press conference is going to be on Monday at 10.30 a.m. We will cover that. Somebody asked in the chat. We will cover that, obviously. I'll Monday be in Chicago, the- boys. I'll be covering oh. it remotely, but I'll be in Chicago. Um, <laughs> so you have fun in Chicago. Somebody, multiple people, 
from Warchant.com will be there to cover. Obviously, we got, we got a deep bullpen. We got, we got, some we do. We got a lot of arms. Ten thirty a.m. Uh, on Monday is the press conference, and uh, Mike Alford did have this to say about the hiring of Link Jarrett. Should make note of that. His quote: "I think that Link is the finest coach in the game today, and that opinion is held by many in college baseball. We could not be more pleased that he will be leading our program." He has been a proven winner at each of his coaching stops. His teams have not only posted historically successful seasons, but they have also mirrored Link's tradition of running a first-class program. He is well-known for his record of developing players everywhere he's ever coached. Now, there are more quotes, but that was Mike Alford commenting I want, today. I, I think people should realize, because I, you know Notre Dame came into Tallahassee 20 years ago, right? Yes. He's one of the all-time great Florida State teams in a Super Regional get to Omaha. And I just want people to realize, though, that that's about the extent of Notre Dame's baseball tradition. Like, I think Florida State fans might think, oh, yeah, they were they must be pretty good. They came in here and beat, beat us that one year. I think Craig Council might have been on that team um, or somebody. Somebody that made it to the major leagues was on that team. And they must be a pretty good program that, that just, you know, they've, they've, they've been to the College World Series a few times. Not really. I think they've been three times, and one was this year, and then one was 20 years ago. So what he did at Notre Dame just needs to be appreciated, not just that what he did in Tennessee to get them to the super uh, to win the super regional. Again, his first full year there, they 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 were twenty four and six in the conference, in this conference, with a team that two years ago had one of the worst records in the ACC. All the same players. Now they got older and more experienced, but a lot of that was the coaching. And I just what he did at Notre Dame would I I I, I don't know. It'd be like taking. I don't know, like UTEP to, to the College World Series. Like it just it's just because it's the big name Notre Dame, don't think that it was it was an easy thing to do. It's not it's not easy at all to recruit at Notre Dame because nobody wants to go play in that weather and live in that city. So for him to do it, uh really, really deserves a pat on the back, man. It's just it doesn't happen often. You know, I think as we put a ribbon on this uh, video for the day, I should point out that Corey is bordering on a level of hatred for the university there at Notre Dame that Ooh. Tom Lang holds. It right. is, we are, I think Corey has worked himself into a bit of a lather. Uh, this is less about Link Jarrett's hire and more about how many times can you mention that that place sucks and always has? Not the, not the university, <laughs> the city. The university is nice. I've had good experiences at Notre Dame. They've always been kind to me. The campus is pretty. The city I could just uh, feel the momentum. I could see how it was happening with you. You kept talking, kept talking. You know how it goes. We reach that hyperbole right. phase, and we get to a spot where pretty soon he's going to announce Notre Dame's the worst place in the world. Well, hey. look, man, when you see – basically, Link was in living under a bridge for the last three years. Yeah. And now yeah. he's it's in a the miracle penthouse. he didn't die of the elements. Right. Hey, if I can, now here he is. If I can redirect us away from our uh, complaints from the South Bend Chamber of Commerce. Mm. Um, going back to Alford real quick, and I think Kinnebrew Capital chimed in on the, uh, the chat hearing. Give us a little donation too. Appreciate that. Thank you, Ken uh, Brew. And he, the point they were making was about Michael Offer and the job he's doing. I do think, I think we need to recognize. I mean, the job Michael Offer's doing as athletic director. I think you know, again, he took it on the chin when when Mark Corian left shortly after he was named athletic director, but went out and got a really good uh, SEC coach of the year to be the new women's soccer coach. Uh, locked up Lonnie Alameda. I think he's gotten contract extensions for Chris Poole in volleyball, and you know, th there's a there's a commitment. Uh, and I think making a tough decision with Mike Martin Jr. That was not an easy decision to make that change. And he went out and not just made the change, but went out and get, hit a home run with this hire. But I also think it speaks to, again, for the first time, and, and Jeff, you've been making this point a lot on your show. This is the first time in a long time that Florida State has 
just everybody on the same page where you have an administration from the, the board of trustees to the president, to the athletic director, all in the boosters president, all working in the same direction, all with a shared vision. And you can accomplish these things. And I think that has to get FSU fans excited because as long as you have, you know, even when things were good at Florida State, when Jimbo Fisher had the program rolling, you didn't have that. You didn't have that synergy. So I think that has to be exciting. Well, I think once Florida State modernized the way that they conducted the athletic program and the way that it worked and interacted with the booster program for a long time, I don't want to relitigate this. We know it worked for a long time under the old methodologies, but then it began to wane and Florida State wasn't modern. Florida State didn't conduct business as usual at other preeminent football, baseball, basketball programs uh, around the country. Our system was very, very different. So now you have an athletic director with real teeth. He has, uh, I don't want to say total autonomy, but as much as you can uh, to conduct uh, these searches and to do something about problems that he sees. You know, I'm not trying to personally besmirch the previous athletic directors post Dave Hart, but none of them had any real authority at the end of the day. We know this. So you finally have a guy now that does and he's acting accordingly. And what's good about this is this will work or it won't, but you'll know who to blame and it won't be a, a convoluted mess. So, you know, well, that, that's nice. Even if it doesn't work out with Link, nobody's going to blame Michael Alford. No, but, but my, point is, my point no, is, my point is, there's ways that you yeah, could go. And, and where that is a good point is that, you know, when Willie got hired, there were a lot of people taking credit for it. Then when he got fired, there were a lot of people putting fingers yeah. as, as uh, why he got hired. So, mm-hmm. so you know, yeah, you're, the buck stops with Michael Alford. And, but again, they're giving him the, the financial support as a university. Uh, to make these things happen. Which and, is and what was well. smart about this, I think, because I think, look, man, if you'd have told me, what, it's been two weeks since Meat was fired, right? Right, yes. right at two weeks. If you'd have told me three and a half weeks ago that Meat was going to be fired, I'd be like, I wouldn't have believed you. I'd be like, really, after two years? But what if you what if you give Meat his last year to do something, just to just to prove that that the program is in the right direction, and he has another kind of middling year where he, you're a two C? Well, do you fire him then? a guy that's made the tournament three years in a row, this might've been your only real shot to go get linked. And do you think there was a chance at all that feelers have been put out before with link? Because remember, meat was fired before Tennessee, before links team went up there and won two out of three against those Darth Vader uh, looking baseball players. Do you think just acting Darth Vader? Do you think, do you think there was a feeler at all that like, okay, if, if we make this decision, link seems very, very interested in this job. Or do you think they were completely independent of each other? Because I don't think they were completely I, independent of each other. Yeah, I can't speak specifically to the timing, but I know that by the time it was announced that Mike Martin Jr. had been fired shortly after that, um, I was told that Link's representatives had communicated that there was interest. Now, I don't know if that question was asked before the firing was announced. And I think there, you know, there's some leeway between when Mike Martin Jr. was actually fired and when it was announced. So I don't know where it happened in that window. But I do believe that there was, uh, you know, before that Tennessee weekend, his representatives let Florida State know that there was interest at least. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kyle, I hope we did not guilt you into circling back around and contributing more to the program than you really wanted to. I think Corey's... Corey, just, cut, look, 
Corey right. Venmo Kyle the eighteen bucks back. Look what you did. Look yeah, Kyle, DM me on Twitter. I'll, I I didn't mean to do that. I think it was more Jeff saying that he wasn't he was broke. I think no, you made the joke before I added I know, to his woes. I know, Kyle. Uh, we apologize. Thank you very much. Thank you, for Kyle. That. Yeah, you send me a DM on Twitter. I'll 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 Venmo you back some money. I <laughs> yeah. apologize for that. That was great. I saw him recontribute, and I went, "Oh man, he's felt guilty this whole time." What did he say? What did he even say? I didn't even read the. Well, the he video just said he figured. He, he, he said he figured out how to change the amount. Oh, okay. Like, Kyle, seriously, man. We I really was just joking. It was just funny that Jeff included you and, and Shane in the same sentence. Hey, and yeah. real quick, since uh, this has turned into a seminal headlines, apparently, because we've been on now for almost two hours, uh, just wanted to say, Ben, the sausage guy, is going to have a promo code nice. for the hire. It's going to be Link. I don't think I don't know if he's tweeted it yet now. But oh, I think well, this... Yeah. How, how, how you got to go with Link, right? He's got to come mean, up with a sausage, gracious. like a Jarrett sausage. Oh, all right. We'll you get links of Jarrett. That. You get links of your own Jarrett. Man. But uh, that seems perfect. If uh, either try to registermeets.com later today and try that promo code link or follow us on social media and we'll retweet it when he puts it out there to make sure uh, you get the pr- pr- promo code and the, the exact discount. Because uh, Ben Ben's excited about this uh, hire. A lot so of people more, are, man. They should be. They should be. One more thing here. Uh, we've got a lot going on on the channel, obviously. Warchant.com, stories galore about this hire. Corey, I know you've got one posted now. Uh, so, guys, go to warchant.com. Keep up with what we're producing there. We'll have all kinds of uh, stories in the coming days. Also, our top 40 countdown is going on over there on warchant.com. Uh, you can see the absurd rankings of our own Corey Clark by way of comparison to the other uh, folks that rank as well. I've been nailing it this year, I feel like. I've been nailing it. By the way, then, before you sign off, do yeah. you think he looks? you think Link looks like Jim Harbaugh at all? A lot of people are saying that. I didn't. He's got a little. He's got uh, some similarities there in the jawline of Jim Harbaugh. We're also taking some liberties here on today's video, so I'm going to take another one here and mention to Link, "Hey, welcome aboard!" But dude, we got to call it a day over here on the sides. We got to call that a day. It's over. Actually, I was thinking I'm going to start just wearing a hat all the time, like he does, because you would never know until he takes the hat off. Yeah. Well, I used to run that game for a long time. I did. I did. I I owned that game. I created that game. But yeah, when I saw him without the hat on, I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that was going on, Lee. No, I I knew knew what was going on, and I'm not judging harshly. I'm just saying, sir, it's time to give up the dream. It's okay. You can call it a day, baby. It's over. I'll be honest. Back in my dad's day, that's how all bald men wore their hair was the the ring going around it. And I think he's kind of bringing it back like baseball players are bringing back the mustache. Like just the Tom Selleck mustache. I, so I, he's going old school, which I, I kind of like. Everybody I, goes bald. I'm going to be combing this thing every which way. So you it's going to be combed buddy. over that way, combed, combed over the front. I'm going to have – Here, have here you go, squirrel. guys. Look, I'm growing it out today. Look how long that is. That's out of control. You can see actual hair there. That's like a it. hippie. You're like a hippie, but I'm growing I, mine out too. Look at that. I'm a renegade. It's out of control. An anarchist. All right, for Corey Clark and Ira Chappelle, I'm Jeff Cameron. Thanks so much for watching on War Chant TV. Like and subscribe. Great job, Tom Lang, producing the video. Congratulations to Link Jarrett and Florida State Baseball. That's a big hire. All jokes aside, I think it's a great day for Florida State Baseball, and a lot of people deservedly are pumped about this. For more, follow us today on the Jeff Cameron Show. I know Wake Up War Chant will have more also. And, of course, all the articles on warchant.com. That press conference is Monday again at 1030 for the announcement, the official announcement of Link Jared by the university uh, in that capacity. So we'll cover that press conference as well. Until, the, uh, until well, what, a couple hours from now uh, when you can catch the Jeff Cameron Show here on Warchant TV. So long, everybody. Be well. And uh, we'll talk to you down the road.